Warning, this podcast may contain adult themes and inappropriate language not suitable for the kids. You've been warned. Did you know that every year about 2,500 left-handed people die doing what? Using right-handed products. <laughs> Morons. Is that everything you get? <laughs> like a knife. This is the EFTM podcast with Trevor Long and Chris Bowen. A right-handed screwdriver. That old trick. My wife's left-handed. I better go home and tell her that fact. She's cocky-handed. She is. What? What's that term you just used? Cocky-handed. That's uh, I don't know what that means. Really? No, never heard of that term. Because my, sis- my, my sister's cocky-handed. Wow. Cocky-handed sounds like a disability, Trev. That's probably why people don't use it anymore. Oh, mate, they used to be... Think, people used to think they were possessed by the devil, basically. At school, like, they'd get the strap. You wouldn't die using a right-handed mouse. No. Is there such a thing? We, mate. Yeah. I mean, look at, look at my I mouse. guess there is, because the buttons need to be on appropriate sides. Yeah, but you can reconfigure that in many ways. I'm just trying to think of what sort of right-handed product would kill a left-handed person. Chainsaw. Are they left and right-handed? Oh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Lawn miles doesn't really matter. Cars are it does it's completely irrelevant. If 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 you're left-handed, hmm. not well. I was going to say something that makes no sense. Makes no sense at all. Well, it was about it? driving a manual. Yeah, but see, when you go to America, it, yeah, it's on the right. Yeah, it's it's actually the same. Do you uh, get the Phantom? change of the gear where you hit the door on the left with your left hand because you're a right-handed shifter? No, I don't think I do. I do. I've, that's happened to me in Madrid when I went for the super launch. First thing I did when oh. I went, went to go into the second gear, I put my hand on the door because I'm on the left-hand side of the car. Right. Okay. Yeah. Weird, eh? <sighs> Weird not, stuff. I'm just 2,500 people I worldwide. Needs fact-checking. Can we get the ABC fact-checking group? But don't, who are they? that. What, Doesn't the ABC have a fact-checking group? I don't know. They're I don't care about what politicians say. I don't care what the ABC... Who oh, gives a fuck what politicians say? Yep. This fact is important. Okay. 2,500 people across the world. I don't know if that's a United States stat. Because I feel like in China, because there's a lot of people over there, it'd be higher. 2,500 actually seems low. It's a low number globally. It is a low number. So, look, I'm assuming that's, yeah, the United States. I this mean, this is the United States website. Um, yeah, but it says across the world. Yeah. Well, yeah, it does. You're right. Okay. Well, fair enough. So, to, oh, you can't even. I can't even make a number that big to to mm. give you the stat. Here we go. Uh, multiplied by one hundred, two and a half thousand people. So the it's po- listeners. It's point yeah. zero 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 three one two five percent of the population dying as a result of using right-handed. Which makes equipment. me wonder where gives a shit, where did they get the stats? Like when the person presented at a hospital, dead or in the process of dying, they fill out like obviously there's a, a post mortem. It's this. They just go. Mate, there's stats on all that stuff. Okay, you look like the road toll stats. Yeah, and there's maps like New South Wales. There's a government website you can go to that shows you <coughs> road accidents, mm. whether they were fatal, uh, injuries. Mm. You know, there's like different color codes for different things. Like it's all it's data, mate. Yeah, sure. That's just the sort of site I want to go and visit, Trev. <laughs> How would you even know? That? Well. If you want to like, if you want to know if you live in near a black spot, yeah, that'll tell you. Fair enough. Well, I don't know. This podcast is started. It's a bit morbid, <laughs> isn't it? 
You're thinking, the bloke that came out with a stat about lefties fucking dying. I was thinking about my own mortality the other day because yeah. I think a few weeks back we actually discussed it. Uh, I mean, I think I'm halfway through my life, approaching 40, like based on stats. Yeah. Should die around 80 probably. I'm not sure what I'm going to do with the rest if it's half. I don't think I'm going to see the 2070s. I'm going to see the 2060s. Fuck, could you imagine this is being the in thing. the 2050s? Certainly not going to see the 3000s. No, we can rule that out. Yeah. But the 2050s. My 2000 was a big thing when but I was young. But our kids It's now 2020 the almost. 3000s? The 2000s. No, the 2100s you're talking about. What? You're no, the 2000, when I was a kid, like the year 2000. No, but I'm talking about our kids. Oh, our They'll kids. They'll see the 2100s. Yeah, they will. They could. They might, well, if, they, they, if they live to, you know, good age. Exactly. They should. Well, what year is it? 2019? No. Yeah, Henry will definitely see 80? that. That's he's 60. Got a, he's what? 60. He's oh, going to no. get to 80. 80, sorry. 80 years ago. He's going to get to 85 or so. What year was he born? 82. He'll be 82. 2,100? Yeah. That's what, mate, that's old. That's pretty old, isn't it? He'll, he'll make it, Henry. But, like, we're going we're gonna to be a... Well, I mean, touch wood and all that. But, like, 2050. I'm hoping for 60. Something over 60 would be good. 2060. 70 is a possibility. Are you talking about age or year now? Oh, no. I know year. I'm yeah, talking about year. Thinking, mate, I want to get past 60, mate. Oh, yeah, no, I'll be happy with over 60. I'll, I'll, I'll be wrapped with over, over 78. Because once you start getting age? towards it, yeah, right. age wise. Yes. So once you start getting towards the 80s, like, mate, you fall over, break your hip, it's all over. That's what happens, unfortunately. That's we. I mean, look at our bodies, Trevor. It's highly <laughs> unlikely we're going to reach 50. Let's face it. And I'm talking about age, not years. Like 2050. It's not that far off, really. Hang on, so you are. I'm, I think everyone's confused now. Are you saying we're not going to make it to twenty fifty, or we're not going to make it to the age fifty? Age fifty. Man, I've got only got eight years left. Are you kidding? No, it's a long time. What a lot can happen in eight years. Trust me. <laughs> this office, I've got another what two years left on the lease. Just a year and a half, mate. Is that all? What, we're what happens after the first year? Okay, fair enough. Well, this is depressing. It's depressing. We shouldn't be talking about it anymore. But seriously, think about the year 2050. I'm trying to. We could be alive then. What version? The biggest of the... problem with the year 2050 is yeah. I can't pitch a show called Beyond 2050. Yeah. It doesn't sound that exciting. Yeah. It's it's going to be another you know 900 years before anyone can pitch a really cool TV show called Beyond 3000. Mm. Do you reckon you'll still be on the Today Show? <laughs> in which year? If you're still going to iPhone launches in the year 2050, like, imagine, imagine what it'd be. We don't even know what it'd be. Like, it'd be a microchip inside your head. Why not? Just by be then. Tele, teleported then by, by then? Yeah, you won't even need to go anywhere. You just would. There'd be no planes. Like, whatever. And the, you think I'm a fat slob now? Yeah, I know. But I don't have to walk to the gate. Yeah. Well, that's the most walking I do is from the uh, security to the yeah. lounge at Sydney. Be, <laughs> be the, the platinum lineup for the teleporter. Imagine the stick. <laughs> the stick already teleports. <laughs> he just appears the out of walls. The stick comes out of walls. Anyway, speaking of which. Oh! Holy odds! Bowen still got it from a radio. You're on 2000. Like. I sh- oh, shit you not. You didn't know this was going to happen. I did not know that was going to happen. Better Amanda Keller and the did, other bloke than I remember. Simon Reeves. Simon Reeves. Oh, he's still on TV. He does stuff. Good song. Wow. I'm just patting here, Trev, because I don't have the rundown in front of me. It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing, isn't it? I'm just a. I'm. I'm a talented chap. I've got absolutely to, I've got to, I've got to, dead set blown away by that. Yeah. Because I know. Your stupid fact. Yeah. 
could never have led to the Beyond 2000 thing. But it did. All right, that was always my plan. I had a plan in place. Listen. Um... What's happening? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just blown away by that. So yeah. listen, okay. I was talking and, and you said to me earlier, I don't know what we're going to discuss today that I haven't already heard in the two podcasts yeah. that I've done. Because <laughs> you've been sitting here while I did Two Blokes Talking yeah. Tech and an episode of the Daily Talk Show. So yeah. the thing is, I need to bring up something that I did talk about in both of them. Okay. But it's but I can I can be more verbose. I can swear more. I, I, can, like I can just do more in this, in this great show. I just like that word. Why the fuck... Is anyone watching standard definition television anymore? Yeah, I know. And, and look, Trev, this is an issue that um, has been burning overnight. I, just, I, I saw some tweets from oh, you. If Forget the ashes for a minute because mm. that's what brought this on. Mm. If you are someone who watches the Today Show, yep. if you are someone who watches 9 News, yeah. 10 News, yeah. like why are you watching channel number 1010 mm. when on channel number 13 mm. it's high definition? Well, look, look, let me... Some, We've got some beautiful reporters there. We do, my wife included. Look, I, and let me tell you something. What I about just, you bat- you're batting so far above your average. I know. I don't know how. <laughs> I don't know how. I can't explain it to but anyone. Just so everyone knows, it's a constant conversation between the EFGM team members as to how Bowen has managed to, to basically just get to where he is today. And, fra- frankly, the conquest before that, Yep, it's mind-blowing. I just... I'm not saying you're ugly, but fuck, it's not like you're up there at The Bachelor. I'm just lucky that the Me Too era wasn't around when I was doing my best. What? Is that right? Well, she stayed with me, and there's no allegations that I'm aware of about others. I just look, look, what I'm saying is... You're very good at uh, chipping away. I'm chipping, yeah, I'm very good at chipping away. I'd be great at a, as a tradie in terms of using you, the chisel. You, uh, you rate your conversational skills. Yeah, they're good. You're, you're a big. So fan. what are you talking about? So look, oh, HD, yeah. let me just say, <laughs> let me just say something. And obviously, my wife doesn't have good vision. Really? No, because what you're saying. No, gen- are you serious? Or well, no, she wears saying? glasses, but um, she needs a new prescription. She may need, but look, she's not one to be able to pick up on that because often we are at home, and I go, we're on the wrong channel. Like yeah. we're on, so it's nine o is HD, nine, yep. and she's on what's the other nine. one? Nine. And I just go, look, I can't watch this. Can't you tell the difference? Yes. And she literally can't. She goes, I don't really notice it. And I said, look, the, the words are a bit blurry. Because well, I mean, they are. It, it, On a big screen, you should be able to know, That's the any, problem. If you've got a TV over 55 inches... You should notice it. You absolutely will be noticing mm. the, the difference between HD and SD. And it should be seeing it on much more than that as well. Oh, of course. But, like, literally, the numbers of people mm. that are watching the wrong channel... Yeah. ...blow my mind. You're missing so much. You're missing a lot of pixels... And just a lot of detail on news presenters' heads. Like, for example, when you wake up in the morning with today, I mean, you could examine Trevor right down to every grey detail. Like all those grey hairs you've got on your face. So in SC, they just merge into one blob of grey. Yeah, a little bit. You look a little bit better. It's like, you know how they used to put the sock over the lens for certain presenters? That's what SD's like. Whereas the, well, is that what they did? I don't Pantyhose or something like that? Like Barbara Waters. She's always blurry. Have you noticed that every time she's on TV, she has there's some filter they use. It's, a, it's amazing. That amazing American journalist. She has her own filter. Permanently, just wherever she goes. It's just with her. Whenever she appears on camera. Like, Google it, seriously. It's a, it's a thing. The Barbara Walters filter. It's true. Because she's got wrinkles. I just, I'm genuinely asking people to tell me 
whether they give a shit. Yeah. Because we all bang on about 4K, mm. 8K's coming and all this bullshit. Mm. I don't think people care. Well, I care with sport. Yeah. So, Because that's important with the I, little red ball. Like if I'm watching, ball. if I'm going to watch a sporting event on Fox, yeah. I will try Channel 444, the 4K sure. channel first. Mm. And then if they're showing some other rubbish, I'll go then to the specific sport channel. Mm. Like I work my way down. Mm. People should be doing that. Like by default, you need to, what you need to do is you need to reprogram your TV. So mm. you know your TV, you do a tune, very much, so. and then you go channel up, channel down. Well, you can actually delete channels from mm. your TV. You can go, I don't want nine, seven, ten. Mm. I'm just going to have ninety, seventy, mm. and thirteen, or whatever the numbers are for the HD channels. Mm. Just delete them. See, Trev. I mean, we live in quite an advanced world, right? I, I look around this office. I've got one, two, three, <laughs> four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten flat screens, and probably another eight inboxes. They're all flat. It was only, what's well, 2019, I reckon 2011, that I disposed of a Senyo television, a, a box screen. television, big mm. widescreen. CRT. So for me, I mean, I've always wanted to be the cutting edge of technology. People are still catching up with this whole flat screen stuff. So high definition, I reckon, is still a couple of years away from the oldies getting into it and really noticing the difference. It's mind-blowing. Don't you reckon? Yeah, and that's th- probably what's happening. But see, this is the thing. It's a bubble thing, right? It is a bubble we thing. We live in a bubble where we, we just live in a assume bubble. everyone's watching fucking HD and they're that's not. Right. And you're aware of things. Like, you have this live data where you actually know what people I are watching. I saw last night looking at the Fetch TV data, yeah. which shows me exactly how many people are watching what. Yep. I could see that 20% of people were watching Gem HD and the other 80% yeah. watching standard definition Gem. So, uh, <laughs> there's no dem- demographics, obviously, when it comes to that. No. I would suggest that most people who are watching SD are old, yep, than us, <laughs> outside the bubble. But then again, there are prominent media personalities, um, such as I think you've been talking about Ben Fordham. Ben Fordham, who wasn't he couldn't find, across how to find. He couldn't find Gem HD. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, it's a complicated world because we used to have three channels in the ABC, which didn't count. Now you've got all these options. Mate, I grew up in Griffith and the for SBS. a part of my life, and they, we only had two channels, the ABC and MTN9. Of course, yes. There was no fucking other channels. And the, and the radio. And there was some people yeah. that had really fucking tall the antennas. The big ones. They could get SBS from Wagga. Right. You know what? I remember when SBS came in. I think it was about 86. Oh, I should know because I'm... I think I it was around there. then. Yeah, they launched. You worked there. You, Do you know why... S- well, you're talking about SBS television. you know why SBS radio was created? No. Medicare. They created SBS Radio so that they could have multiple languages communicating the message of Medicare and other mm. government information. Bob Hawke was behind that. Yep. Yep. Well, that's very interesting. I wasn't aware of that. There you go. And you were the head of SBS Radio for a long, long Trevor time. Long fact. Not the head. I was the business um, uh, the network manager. You, with the Penske file, whatever it was. But look, yeah, look, it's interesting. Um, I didn't do much. Uh, uh, yeah, but that's true. And, we're, you know, but this topic. But, you know what? We should make this, we should make this uh, an action yeah. for our listeners. Visit a friend, visit a visit a parent, visit a grandparent, and delete the SD channels from their TV. Yeah, just go around and do it. Just delete them. Yeah, delete it. And then maybe all of a sudden they'll go, wow, look at my what eyes been are missing. better. Look at what we've been missing. Fuck, doesn't Trevor look big? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> anyway, come on, people. Listen to Trevor. Together. He knows what he's on about. Well, uh, speaking of being in the bubble, I mean, we're moving on to motoring here and again. We're talking about another electric car. This is the latest entrant into the field of electric cars. There's more and more coming every single 
week almost. And I'm talking about the Hyundai Kona EV. Fully electric, 100% electric. This is a compact SUV that costs 65000 So expensive. Yeah. It is a the price small... of a BMW 3 Series or a Tesla Model 3. Well, exactly. Tesla Model 3 base model. What's the That's first right. thing people, um, when they saw you driving the Hyundai, mm-hmm. uh, what was on whether it's on the interwebs or in real life, yeah. what was the first thing people said to you, uh, people who know what you do and what you've done recently? Well, when I was taking pictures of it, a bloke pulled up uh, alongside me at near the tennis courts and said, I drove one of these in Canada. It wasn't the electric version. It's a good ride. I said, yep, yeah, this is the electric one. And he goes, how much is it? And I said, 65. And he goes, mate, that's ridiculous. Yeah. And it is. I mean, well, look, number one thing people said to me. What? Well, are you going to take that to Bathurst? Oh, yeah. Well, we get that as well. Yeah. This will easily make it to Bathurst. I think, like, we don't need to fucking do a video, people. We're not going to do it. It'll make it. It'll make it. 440, I think, Ks. I mean, people are actually Easy. exceeding the claim yeah, range, Yeah, the 440 apparently. comes up as a yeah. default. I reckon you'd do better than that on a long drive. So we really... I mean, you spent most of your time in it. We didn't really bother charging it every day. I charged it once. You I took the cable out on the second day. I took the cable out, put it in, and plugged it in. Yep. And then I got iced. Mm. My wife parked. The fucking Mazda, yeah, where the plug was, yeah, yeah. You got iced at home, wife, yeah, right, unbelievable, yeah. And you know what? I just went, oh, fuck, I'll do it another day. See, and because this battery's so big, yeah, the range anxiety just doesn't exist. It is big. What sixty-eight kilowatt hours? I think it is. Um, it means nothing to anyone. It, well, it does. Let's we, think we it, need to. We need to. But this is what I'm saying. We need to. Let's think about it in that. terms of the size of a fuel tank. Okay. All right, the Hyundai Ionic, which didn't make it to Bathurst, was twenty-eight kilowatt hours. Mm-hmm. This is sixty-four or sixty-eight. I'll have to check it in a sec. The, the Tesla, the P100D, that's a 100-kilowatt-hour battery. That's why it goes so quick and goes so far. All right? So let's the, – the bigger the number, the, the longer the range. Range and or performance. Pretty simple, to be honest. Depending think, on how it's, uh, you know, put into the engineering of the car. Exactly. Kind of think of a kilowatt-hour as a litre. Kind of. I mean, it doesn't quite translate that way, but just at this point But in the in time, same way, there's the, you, know, you'll, you start to learn after driving electric yes. cars – you know, instead of litres per 100, you yep. start talking kilowatt hours per, per 100. 100. Exactly. So, look, we didn't bother charging it. But, look, there is one problem with this car in terms of charging. It can ha- it's can it got the Type 2 plug, the European-style plug. Uh, it can handle up to a 100-kilowatt charger. You're not going to find too many of those around, I've discovered. Uh, there's an NRMA charger, I think, at Olympic Sydney Olympic Park, which is 50 kilowatts, and there's obviously one out of Bathurst. You're going to have to rely on the jet charge chargers yeah. where you can find them. The charge point chargers will not work with this particular different plug. different plug. So yeah, that's a problem. That is a problem. Um, and look, to charge it... It's the same home, problem for pretty much any new electric well, well, car because that's the standard plug now for yeah, electric ex- cars. Exactly. what the Kona has. But if you're going to... I mean, no one drives this car home empty, mm. uh, we assume, because you're just topping it up every day. But if you did, I think it would take well over a day to charge the whole thing up. Based on yeah. the, what I was looking at, so keep that in mind. Although again, the, they sell the, the wall, they do sell a wall box nine and a half great, hours. It's a great negative thing. Yeah, nine and a half thousand for their wall box. Yes, yeah, it's a Jesus seven point seven. I think it is single phase or uh, no, it must be single phase. Right. Yeah. So again, yeah. this is a really good time to reinforce that point we made during the election campaign. Yeah. You don't take an electric car to empty. No, you don't. Like, yeah. if you drive a lot. Mm. Or long distances, mm. you're charging every night. That's right. So what if, whether you take 30, 
or mm. 40% out of the battery in a day, yeah. you charge it at night and it just gets it back. That's if exactly you're taking right. 100% or 90% out every day, yeah. then you absolutely need to invest in a wall box. So that would yeah. be worthwhile, though. Of course. It, it would It would basically pay for itself. Long term, yeah. But still, I mean, this, and I've I worked it out, actually, this is the most expensive Hyundai you can buy. I'm sorry, what? Well, before on-road, 64990, that eclipses uh, their Santa Fe, top-of-the-range Santa Fe. Top-of-the-range Santa Fe is Less under. than this. Yes. It's around 61, I think. This is the most expensive Hyundai you can buy. And just put aside the Genesis brand, of course, which is a separate serious? thing. No, I am. The Tucson Santa Fe? Yep. Yeah. 64 grand. Wow. I mean, <clears throat> before on-roads, we're talking probably 67 before you get out of the dealership. So... I mean, they're saying for some reason that there's big delays in deliveries. I'm tipping it. We've got a very small allocation of these cars. I just don't know who'd be buying these. You've got the Nissan Leaf on offer. It's got a smaller battery. won't go as far. It's cheaper, around 50 grand, I think. But look, I just want to talk about one thing with this car. Yep. I, I think it's the best electric car I've driven in terms of a car that has come close to nudging that door open to the tipping point where people will go, this is a good idea. If you know what I mean, yeah, hundred percent. It is. Yeah. I mean, it, it's got. Well, it's very powerful. Way. Can I give you the 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 alternative analogy, which yeah. is you walk into a Toyota dealer. Yeah. The current range of Corollas yeah. are the closest to getting someone who would never have considered a hybrid exactly. to getting a hybrid because it's like, oh, you like this model? Would you like it's it with a hybrid? It's just an option. Here's fifteen hundred dollar option. Yeah, right? exactly. Whereas this is like the here's a couple of Konas, different uh, fits yeah. and finishes. Do you want to do you want to jump in the electric one and feel exactly. that? Yeah. And because it, it's the same car. Yeah. Just so thirty thousand more. Yeah, yeah. thirty thousand dollars more. I know, but but it's got that uh, instant torque and that thrust. But the only problem we found is that getting power to the ground because it's only front wheel drive, not all wheel drive like some Teslas. They've got motors on each axle. Yeah. Um, wow, I mean, chirping those front wheels is very easy, isn't I, it? I've Up never s- had so much wheel spin in my life. Yeah, and look, I, I will admit, I like to put the boot in. But even in eco, and I think they call it comfort, and then sport mode, it doesn't matter what mode you're in. You get the wheel spin. It's, it's kind of embarrassing at a set of lights. Yeah. Yeah, inadvertently, you can do that. I mean, it's it's not good. In, it, a, in a very lightly wet road, yeah. in sport mode, yeah. under zero to full acceleration, yeah. I got three slips of wheel spin. Yeah, exactly. So great. Yeah. And then, as you said to me, the, the traction sort of kicking in. Then it let it, let it slip again, and then it slipped again a third time. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> are you kidding me? <laughs> wow. So that's See, interesting. That's, but for me, that's what's going to be noticed mm. when you take it for a test drive. Yeah, exactly. And that's what's, that's what's going to harm them. Yeah. Look, I, I try not to read other reviews, but like, not many people raise that issue. I thought, for me, that was a big problem. It was a really big problem. I, I think I said, yeah. and I don't know if I haven't read it, the published version, but yeah. that, that's the number one reason I wouldn't buy it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like it would it would annoy the hell out of me. Yeah. that I can't use the juice. Yeah, I have to regulate my my foot based on how yeah. this car delivers power to the ground. Yeah, it's really interesting. We had this conversation with Fennec earlier. We yeah. were talking about his Tesla mm. and the cost of getting ludicrous and all yeah. that. And it's like yeah. he said it was great. He said yeah. I'd need to pay a hundred thousand dollars for one second extra one second faster yeah. to a hundred. That's yeah. just stupid. Yeah, what when I look at it and you know, yeah. you'll drive the Tesla Model Three next week. Yeah. like I'm tipping. There's never an occasion where you get that kind of slip. That's right, and they're delivering the power in a much, even even more interesting oh, way because that's some, yeah. that's a metric for them. Exactly. I just think that if you drive, and it's it's a poor comparison, yeah. but it has to be done. The Tesla Model Three yeah. and and the Kona because mm. similar money. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I don't know how you're buying a Kona. No, I, I completely I, I do agree with you. 
But look, anyway, I mean, it, it, it's interesting. It's a completely different car than the Tesla. I mean, it's got a literally the electric motor is under the bonnet, so there's yep. no trunk space. Um, you open it up and you, you think you've got a motor there, but it's an electric EV motor. Um, it's it's pretty lavish. It's well spec'd up. It's got Apple CarPlay. It's got Android Auto. I like the interior. Lots of silver Love finishes. It. it looks. I think great. it's a better interior, better EV interior than the Ionic. I think, yeah, yeah, for sure, and uh, certainly not as futuristic as what anything Tesla offers. But I don't know, mate. That's it's a big call to spend sixty five grand or something like that. Uh, but as I said, it's the best EV car I've driven until this Tesla Model 3, which will probably eclipse that when I get a chance to drive it next week, that I've driven so far at a reasonably affordable price point. Sad that we talk about 60 grand as being affordable. I know it is at this point, isn't it? Ding, 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 ding. The healers, mate. Oh. Yeah. Wasn't a massive into it. I wasn't into it massive. Either was I. <laughs> but it's it's iconic. It does feel. Yeah, I, I hear it. And this sort of hillbilly music, I, I just want to bring up um, because during the week, oh, yeah. I I was attacked by a bunch of hillbillies for my opinions. Wow. I um, um, I thought you were going somewhere else before you got there. No, nope, I'm going straight to the damn straight. Damn straight to it. Look, write a little op-ed. Opinion editorial, yep. just about cyclists. Yep, and I know what I'm doing when I do this sort of thing. Yeah, I know that I'm hitting a few buttons. Yep, here and there. Yep, I know that I'm going to trigger a few people. Yep, but for those who haven't read it, go to eftm.com and check out my thing about Darwinism and cyclists. Look, and upon reflection, I was quite brutal. I raised a few concerns. Just a few concerns. That's all it was. I was worried about them riding on the M2, which is a motorway in Sydney. For those who don't live here, because there are trucks and cars and all sorts of vehicles going very, very fast while they're riding along the shoulder and through tunnels as well. And I also raised the prospect of them riding on Sydney's other motorway, which is the M7, despite the fact there is a dedicated cycle lane that runs alongside it. Um, one correspondent wrote back to me and said, look, I don't ride on that because it's too hilly. So, uh, look, uh, cyclists can ride wherever they want. It doesn't worry me, but I, I just worry about their welfare. But anyway, what I had to say about them turned me into, you know, a car bogan. Um, I was homophobic because I raised the prospect of, come of, of them wearing Lycra, which they do. Um, Is that homophobic? That's oh, just that's uh, just human. That's human. It's just it's not a good look, boys. No, it's not a good look. Not a good look. Um, you get off the bike, you have that big pat on your ass. Yeah, yeah, it's it true. Looks stupid. Well, no, they do it because there's you know there's all sorts of you know issues in terms of chafing. That's why they no, have the gel. They love those gel seats. Yeah. You got to be nice and comfortable as you straddle that seat, Trev. It's very very important. They tell me. Um, a lot of the things that I said were classified as base. That you, that word was used a lot this week. Let me tell you, the next person who ever uses the word base to describe anything, I'm just going to consider to be, you know, a green tea drinking, basket weaving idiot from Glebe. Um, I was accused of being bigoted. Bigoted! I am a bigot. In this sense. Uh, Well, it means essentially that uh, I hold a vendetta against uh, a certain minority group. Uh, What was the other term that was thrown at me regularly? Um, Othering. I was othering. That's another term. Fucking othering. Base and othering. Look. And see, here's the thing, ladies yep. and gentlemen. <clears throat> I, yeah. as the dictator here, yes. have the right to delete a fucking post from the website. You do. And ladies and gentlemen, I've fucking done that. You hammered it. Uh, and I did not do that because I fully support the editorial. Oh, thanks, now, Trev. you went hard, but what's the point of an editorial if you're not going to go hard, Also, right? look, to be honest, let's be honest, a little tongue-in-cheek, people. 
Like a li- just a little well, bit. Well, here's what I'm going to say. The 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 topic yeah. was why the fuck are you riding on a 100 kilometer hour motorway? Yes. And the rest of it was tongue in cheek way of getting yeah. attention to that point. Exactly. But see, this is where these fucking people mm. let themselves down. And whatever your name is, the bloke that keeps messaging us and asking for being your podcast, Ed, um, who's also the bloke that runs Ed. the oh, um, Ed. Yes, Ed. He's the bloke that runs the Facebook page. That I'm about to refer to, mm. um, mate. I'm I'm never ever going to talk to you because yeah. you're, you're you couldn't be more um, biased. You couldn't talk about <laughs> us being biased. This I is, know. This is a group of people who literally looked at the lycra comment and mm. things like that, and didn't actually look at the context. No. Because actual cyclists mm. who do normally agree with us, mm. well, like oh, I see your point, but this is my view. Of course. Oh, I see what you're saying, but yep. come on, mate, this and that. Yep. That's the conversation I love having. Yeah. But, mate, when you unleash an, an audience mm. of Facebook cyclists on us, like the latest <laughs> one is some bloke called James who does not recommend EFTM on no. EFTM, and his comment is A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Mm. Well, that's just stupid, mate. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, a bunch of people leaving uh, negative recommendations on our Facebook page. That's fine. Breaking news. Mm. We're not a fucking cafe. We don't sell stuff. doesn't matter if we have a one-star rating. Exactly. I couldn't give a shit. Exactly. We're not the sort of cafe you're going to come to. No. With and your bikes. We would We would have, We would have. you know, they have no pet cafes. Yep. We'd be in no bike cafe. We would be. We would be. But look. Lack of integrity, morally corrupt, and oh. disgrace to the concept of journalism. I'm not a journalist. Yeah, so, thanks, so, mate. Whatever. I'm not a journalist. Get over yourself. Uh, there was even one saying, look, you know, hopefully this man's son uh, you know, ends up in a better position in life than his poor, simple father. I mean, I don't care, to be honest. I'm pretty sure I replied to that You one. can say whatever you want to me. Like, I've heard it all. It doesn't worry me. But, yeah, look, I, I, I hit a trigger point. And there is a... I know a, a, a cyclist. Phil is his name. I won't refer you, to Phil. him. We love you, Phil. Phil is... Philby. Let me tell you, Phil yep. is the sort of man who won't hold back. No. If he, uh, if he wants to get in a blue... He'll just bash you, basically. Yeah. Uh, he is known for his opinions, and he is a, he's a staunch cyclist. Cyclist, and he wrote to me and he said, "Mate, what have you done?" He goes, "But you're right, you know. I mean, a lot of them are mad, but in terms of a lot of them, we're talking less than one percent." It's like the lefties dying of right hand. Yes, tools. that's what this, this, this is exactly mate, what that's it is. What these are. I know. It's such a small part of the community of cyclists. Yeah. I have no problem with cyclists. No, either do I. My number one problem with cyclists are yep. cyclists who don't think you should wear a helmet. Yeah, well, that's stupid. Okay, because overseas in Amsterdam, you don't have to wear a helmet. You know yeah. why? Because there's not fucking car, there's more bikes than yeah, cars, yeah, it's all, and you're it's riding a different on system. smaller roads, yep. and you're basically less likely to hurt yourself. Exactly. Here, yep. you have bigger roads, faster yep. traffic. Yep. You're an idiot if you're not wearing a helmet. That's right. So that's a that's the first person I, I don't agree with yep. in cycling. Mm. Second person is I don't like the idea of you riding on a fucking freeway. Yeah, okay? that's right. It doesn't yeah. seem like a smart Sorry. move. To Sorry, me. don't think that's a good idea. No. Yeah. And mo- many many cyclists agree with us. Yes, that's right. But the problem is a lot of these people don't understand. It's actually completely legal to have an opinion. That's right. Someone actually accused, actually said it was illegal to say what I was saying. I said, well, is it? It's yeah. illegal to say what I'm saying. Well, I don't think it I is. I don't think it is. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't think it is. And look, a few of them accused me of being a bit stalkerish because I did. You, what you do is you troll through their profile and you, yeah. pre- you get a pretty good gauge oh, yeah. almost instantly of what sort 100%. of person you're dealing with. And that's fine. I mean, if they want to be like that, that's great. You know, they can they can do what they want. They're, they're members of certain groups like Get Up. Um, that 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 they're, they're Green supporters. That's fine. I don't care about people's political persuasions. But the sort of person you're dealing with, I call them extremists. And I'm sorry to those they're extremist cyclists. They're extremist cyclists. I'm sorry I insulted you during the week. Um, I'm not. 
Thanks for the comments and thanks for the feedback. I love the fact that they, they struggle to come back as well. Like yeah, I know. The, this bloke, Stuart, uh, very poor writing. Yeah, Incites I know. Incites hatred and bigotry yep. towards minority groups. Yep. It's not like we're writing about fucking people of colour. And are you are kidding? D- d- deliberately endangers the lives of road users. How? So I wrote back, Stuart, our review is like a sheep in a pla- paddock, follows his flock and does what someone in a cycling group tells him to do. Can't form his own opinion, so we can't recommend him. I like I- I've that. been replying to these fuckers. I like that you've been I've doing enjoyed that. I've enjoyed it. I like that you've been doing that. And thanks for your support. But look, guys uh, and girls, I assume, uh, K out Kay, there. Yeah, we love you, yeah, K. Love you, K. Sorry. Uh, it's just my opinion. Uh, I tried to wrap it up in somewhat of an entertaining little package for you guys. Didn't see it that way for some. <laughs> Sorry, I just realised some of our what audience, else is there? Some of our audience are also reporting. Oh, that's good. I love it. <laughs> Uneducated and bigoted views from Daniel and uh, and I wrote back. You fit in so well, Daniel. Yeah, man, and one of I'm pretty sure this is one of our audience goes uh, inverted commas because my Facebook group said I'd lose top sta- fan status if I didn't come here and troll the page. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Anyway, look, it was just a bit of fun, and uh, we're sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not. No, I am sorry. You apologising, but I'm going to do it again at some point in the future. Uh, I'll just target another group. It's a great target. Oi, ladies and gentlemen, you can win a brand new Melbourne Star, Tony Barber. One of the greats, or Glenn Ridge, though. Glenn Ridge, no. I was just, I was just going to say, followed closely by Glenn Ridge. You know how Tony used to run out? Like, he'd run. Yeah. He ran. He... I saw them all on A Current Affair once when there was a big reunion. And the producers on the first show said to him, mate, you need more energy. So he goes, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to run out. That was his thing. And then the American started copying him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Tony started the run. Sales Century every night? Oh, yeah. It was always like... A uh-huh. seven? It was seven o'clock. Yeah, See, it was after the what, news. After, ca- after current affair. What television's lacking now. Is yeah. Yeah, just hard. Nightly hit, game shows. Hit the posts with those game shows. You win money. Yep. It was good. This is, it's actually perfect for today because yep. they need sales integration yep. through the you know f- famous faces. That's right. right? Famous you faces. Got, what's the other thing where they pick a prize? Um, not just famous faces. There was another part of the show. I, the only famous the face I remember is Nikki Buckley. Oh, well, she was the one that did this. She was so nice. I'm just saying, there was another part where Jared you Beth got to in. win a win a prize. Uh, uh, aside from the you know Hall of Fame thing, yeah, right. Um, in in the back where the doors open. Um, Jesus, you watch the show intently. Oh man, I used to love it. I only remember the cars going off. You started at twenty dollars, remember? Oh yeah, that's right. You started at twenty dollars. Yeah, and you go up in five dollar increments. Yep. but you lose money when you lo- get a question. Oh, that's People right. would go bankrupt. Yeah, they'd go bankrupt. Like it's not a good look. Poor simples. <laughs> yeah, oh, they would have been but, like right. Now, like it's actually good. Like, kids should watch more Millionaire, right? Yeah. Because yeah. you learn. You learn facts. You do. Interesting facts. That's why Sale of the Century was great, learning it, facts. It was a dead set great show. And oh. you know what? what why you is know it what? I got to know Glenn Ridge because he, he, did, did, he radio. did radio in Melbourne. Mm. And he, he is a fucking top bloke. Yep, I've heard that. Loves his cars too. Yep. yep. Um, I just think game show people are awesome. And I think we should bring back nightly game shows. All right, we'll bring them back. Okay, well, you've got plenty of sway at the Night Network. (laughs) Bring it on. Now, look, I I, I need to bring to you another issue. um, And this is one... This is more of a confession. This is more of a confession. Let's get in the... Well, you... I mean, what religion are you? Presbyterian. Do they have the whole confessionary? Like the box? See, that's the problem. I go to the... Fucking weird's that? Yeah, the box where you sit down and say what I did wrong. And also the one where you drink wine and eat shit. Yep. Catholics. Yeah, Catholics. Yeah. I'm a Catholic. Well, you go to a wedding or a, no, a, or a funeral. You go to a big event at a Catholic mm. church and everyone gets up to eat the wine. And, and I'm like, do I get some? Yep. Like, it's weird. 
Like, well, I don't you know what can, to do. They don't know. They don't know. You're not, it's not no, like I think they'd know if I went up because I'd be like, yeah, not the wine, thanks. I'm the white wine guy. God would know. And also, what is that? Is it a Jats cracker? Because Jats I could do, but something mm. else not so much. Yeah. Yeah, look, I mean, that confessionary was like, you'd go in. You'd been, I've been heaps of time. You had to go at school with, with uh, Father Murphy. So you'd go into a room. He wouldn't be able to see you. You know who you were, though. Which is a bit strange. I don't know who you are. Because you know he is. And you go in there and you go, Father, I've done this, that, and that. And he goes, well, you need to do this, that, and that. Like, save the Holy Mary or whatever Forgive it was. Forgive me, Father, for I, I have sinned. sinned. I poured beer into a poker machine at yeah, the Central Coast Leagues Club Coast in Leagues the Club. year of 1999. I'm tipping you weren't going to Father Murphy at that point. No, 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 no. no. I certainly wasn't going to Father Murphy. And I haven't been since. But, yeah, that, that was weird. And why are we talking about that? Oh, confessing. that's right. Because this morning... As my duty, you know, calls each day, it seems at the moment, I had to go and pick up a car. Uh, it is the BMW Z4. It's their little convertible based on, well, the, it's, uh, the Toyota Supra is based on this particular car. Yeah. I drove it here this morning. Beautiful little red convertible. Love it. Had the roof yeah. off. So, came out to a set of lights. I am not prepared to disclose the location at this point in time, but I pulled up to a set of lights and a, a lovely gentleman alongside me I had the roof off started uh, a banter he was he was talking to me and so i wound down the window and 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 it was a police officer in was a, he in a police car he was in a german made police car like he's in a bmw, he's in a BMW which is why he had and so you at lights i was at set of lights set of lights so he was turning left and i was going straight ahead right so he said is that the new z4 and like i get a bit nervous around police just because of demerit points and all that sort of no thing points. at the moment but that's good it's all good um, September, they're coming back. So I said, yeah, mate, how good is it? I'll let you, that's all I said. And I was a little bit anxious just for a moment. And then he had a bit of a perv. But I have Waze open on the screen. I always yeah. use Waze now. I love Waze. And you know what I did? I reached over and I marked him. I said, there's a cop here. <laughs> you while I was him. talking to him. You I, waze I him. a cop while I was talking to him. Didn't touch my phone. Now, if you haven't used Waze, what we're talking about here is as you drive, there's yes. a little little yellow button you can click, click and you can say there's uh, roadworks, there's a car broken down, there's yep. a car accident, there's a police, they're on the shoulder, they're yep. hidden. It's fucking fantastic. Road closures, all And essentially that appears for the next people. I'll tell you how immediate it is. Yep. I think I might have said this the other week. I don't know. We were driving a Wagga mm. and a lot, a lot of uh, ambulances started yeah. to go past. Yep. And I went, oh, there must be something wrong up here. And we were maybe three kilometres away. Mm. And then we came up. And there was not enough traffic for it yeah. to be banked back, but we slowed. Mm. And there's a there's a ute gone into the embankment. Ooh, it's come yeah. across the other side of the highway. Jeez, yeah. No drama. He's out. So yeah, everyone's sweet. good. But everyone's good. it was on Waze. Yeah, that's good. Serious accident. Yeah, exactly. Like it, someone yeah. someone had wazed it yeah. so fast. Then. Like, I'm worried they they saw the accident. Yep. Folks, poof, you know, all and they gone, accident, yep. and then kept driving. Yeah. Oh, that's how. Well, that's, that's how quick he actually it didn't stop to assist. Oh, yeah. He's just going, "Yep, I'll bugger that, but I'll let people." Yeah, he, know. Lo- he looks like he'll yeah, be okay, yeah. but I'll let her, I'll let everyone else. Yeah, exactly. Know. But that's what happened. So yeah. when you left that notice of a yeah. police, yeah, yeah, yeah. anyone else driving behind you would have yeah. a little. Yeah, ahead. it was kind of pointless doing it because he was on he the was move, moving, yeah. so he would have just gone around the block somewhere else. So it didn't really matter. They're in the but, area though; it's good because on the map yeah, you can see. Be alert. Where they are? Yeah, exactly. Be yeah. alert and be aware. So look. I don't know if that's the right thing to do. I mean, you know, I was being courteous to him. I just think it's just an Aussie thing to do, though. I was courteous and then just, you know, basically shafted him. (laughs) You know, I mean, you know, I was letting others know he's 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 out um, about just starting to the speed limit as a local 60 or 50, I think. Is the term wazed? Oh, yeah, well, it sounds like... It is now. No, no, that's what I'm saying. Did we create this term? I wazed the cop. I wazed him. You've been wazed. 
Um, I think it is, mate. And look, we 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 know someone in the Highway Patrol, and, and he, well, he used to say that he would unwaze himself by using the app himself. I don't know how many people need to unwaze something that's been dropped on the road for it to be effective. Because, for example, let me tell you about the Galston Gorge, which is part of the EFTM Proving Ground on the way home to my home. There is a over-length uh, truck series of cameras because yep. trucks get stuck down in a huge drama. It comes up as a speed camera. Every single time I go through there, and I say, it's not a speed camera. Every time. But every yeah, but you're day. Just, you're just saying it's not there, aren't you? Yeah. Other people are saying it is. Yes. And that's what's that's why it's not because if you drive past a, a, an area where there's a police yeah. and say there's not, it yeah. pretty much disappears immediately. Like it's yeah. pretty, I think roadworks, broken down cars, mm. cars on the shoulder, those yeah. kind of things disappear pretty and quickly. They go but quickly. Major pieces of infrastructure like uh, nice, yeah. red cameras, lights, yeah, camera. Sorry, yeah, well, cameras the, and stuff. For the people, but the thing about your one is yeah. it's not like there's a, there's another option. Like no. there's not an option for you it's know. Thanks a, or not there. That's right. Yeah. There's not. An, what else are they going to call it? Ways can't call it anything else. Yeah, they, they need an option. Yes. No, 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 yeah, exactly. But look, you, I think you can we've get created, I think 100 k's an hour, there'll be no mate, drivers. Um, we, but, but don't do that. We've created the word. We, we have, I mean, the word exists in other forms. Yeah, there's the only other the only other. There's one that reference. starts with H, and that's terrible. Okay, sure. Yep. The only <laughs> the only other reference to the term ways and that, that it relates to ways maps is someone suggesting that Paris, like a, a place should be ways as in it's got to be made ready oh, for right, like, okay. included in it included with the maps in. but in yeah. terms of wazing yeah, a police an officer term that we've or created. wazing a, an accident uh, mate this is fucking huge far out well done well done fist pump sorry we to that have, officer up. we've created a word yep ladies and gentlemen is that a verb is that what it's called like oh, I don't know but, uh, see I don't understand oh I think it's an adjective English. it's a descriptive word you've been wazed no, no. I was wazed no I, I was, used to get wazed a lot but I don't now Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, fuck. I'm just gonna leave that. There. Yeah, you probably um, should. I I don't know. Can someone tell me whether that's a verb? Because there's it's uh, hit us up on the podcast adjective. comment An adjective section. is like it's a big. That's banana. a descriptive word. Yeah. Yeah. A verb is. I'm, to be honest, I don't know what a noun or a no, verb no, is. No, neither do I. This All is I know is adjective. Harry, like Harry. Can't even seven. Say seven. Yep. Uh, he gets some uh, tutoring for his you know writing and spelling. Yep. And uh, I go pick him up, and uh, the lovely teacher, you know, says, "Well, we worked on his verbs." And yeah, yeah. I went, "You're gonna have to teach me, Harry." I don't teach know, me. I don't know what just happened. That's crazy. I got no idea. I barely know the alphabet. Henry is across the alphabet, right? Each morning, well, for the past two days, I've been going in with um, my wife and Henry because I was swapping cars and stuff. And Henry loves doing the alphabet in the car. And yep. and, and, but but if you try and join in, you get this. Stop it! Stop it, Dad! If I join in ABC, I get told to be be quiet. I mean, and he's fucking it up, so I'm trying to correct him. But he's reached a point in his life now where he can tell Dad to stop it. So it's the start of the beginning, uh, of the end, obviously, with kids. Yeah. I've got a two-year-old telling me to stop it in well, my car or someone next, else's The next car. thing you can do is tell him, mate, what are you going to walk home? Yeah, <laughs> I thought that would be interesting. But anyway, um, I'm sorry to that police officer. You've been wasted. Wait for it. I think it's the next bit. Saturday night. Something like that. The world, the world around, around us. us. The world around us. One of the great shows of that guy in the hairdo. I can't remember his name in the life of me. No idea. I think it was on the Seven Network. Yep, so it was like Saturday or Sunday nights. It's just one Saturday nights, I reckon. Yeah, after the news. But again, like it's just you, sit back before. Hey, hey, 
before Hey Hey. It was like the Leyland brother. It was sort of like the Discovery Channel. They did little mini documentaries. It was, it was the precursor to the David Attenborough. Yes, it was. Because these days, kids just watch that on uh, on Netflix. They do. They just watch it on Netflix. That's true. But anyway, uh, look, we need to find out the name of that bloke. Um, I think there was a Queensland version of that man and, and a New South Wales version. David, I think. I really? I, I, I don't know. But he had, a gr- he had a great hairdo. But let us know if you know. Look, Trev... <clears throat> For some reason, I was sent an Epson projector yep. to my house. Well, I say for some reason, it's because I told the bike to do it. Yeah. Because I didn't want you to get it. But I did make sure you got one as well. Now, look, projectors are... When I think projector, I think back to school. Over The overhead projectors. The overhead projectors. <laughs> remember those things? <laughs> Fucking, that's epic. Because you remember they had their little transparencies in the... Yeah, they draw right on there. Yeah, and they just go on the screen. That was amazing. I mean... Like it still is. Do they still use else? them? Do they, no, would there be they have, any reason? They have interactive whiteboards now. Interactive whiteboards. Oh, man, it's, you, you wait till you get to school. Oh, At school, they've got projectors on the roof now that project down onto a big screen. No, and dust, they dust can, boards? They can touch them. No, no, no blackboards. So that's... Do you re- call them dust boards or that's blackboards? Removed so a, stop. That's removed... Stop. What? Blackboards or dust boards? Blackboards. It's a blackboard. You said no dust boards. Oh, no, sorry, blackboard. Okay. That blackboards was a, were never black. They were green. Yeah, they were green. I know. They were, um, it was a form of punishment that the teacher would give us at St. Edwards because you had to go clean the dusters, like yep. on the brick wall. Remember when you threw the duster in the back oh, of the class? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bang. Massive dramas, eh? Massive dramas. Anyways, oh, okay. Chalk, you know what worries me, chalk? The dust. Just what do you think it's going to be like, buddy? Asbestos. Mesophilioma. Yes. It does worry me. Where, like, chalk is, it comes out of the ground. Is it, though? Does it, though? Does it? Like it it's feels like, like that's a bit artificial now. Oh, isn't there drama with some talcum powders and stuff? Oh, I don't know. I'm just, I don't know. I'm not, I don't want to make any claims to scare people. And I think we're going down to some dangerous territory. We're talking Why about... Why don't you just pick piss off the chalk industry? We're talking about an Epson projector. Now, look. I was sent this thing. It's about the size of a shoebox. It costs around $1,600, so I'm told. I set it up at home. Look, this is as easy as anything you could possibly set up. I put a Chromecast device into the back of it, a Chromecast Ultra, and I turned it on and pointed it at a white wall, and the most amazing image I've ever seen from such a device appeared. I was initially um, casting Fox News onto the wall. I sent you a screenshot last night. Now, look, I've had no experience with projectors, Trev. None whatsoever. Literally starting from zero here. This uses apart from the overhead projector. Apart from the overhead projector. So this uses some sort of um, uh, laser light color technology, which is above and beyond many other projectors of this nature. Basically, laser projection differs from a bulb. Yes. Common projectors have a a light bulb. Yeah. Which expires at some point. It needs a light source essentially to project through in in the image, right? Mm. Instead of having a bulb, a high power bulb, this has got a laser, and the laser is able to replicate color better. Yep. Epson has some pretty serious uh, her- heritage and pedigree in, right. in projectors, uh, and they like they they, they do color well basically. Right. So I, it's funny because I wasn't surprised that it was good, mm. but you, I mean, I was worried about you. Yeah. Look, I mean, as soon as I saw it, and I projected it on a wall that had a clock. Like you, you got to find space. First thing you do is just put it on and go. Wow. Okay, <laughs> Holy it. shit! Look at that. There's like a second TV, and it's funny because when Henry got home. He looked at the TV and then he looked at this thing on the wall and he's like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Particularly when I turned it off and there's no screen. Just think about that for a second. I know. You fucking... And just... Mate, have you ever done this, by the way? Yeah. Just gone like this? 
and looked up and gone, fuck, people are big. I know, exactly. <laughs> I mean, imagine how many I'm down on my hands and knees, folks. So you're looking up at your dad and you're going, fuck, that's a giant human being. Oh, no, wow. No, and then, yep. and then you get home and yep. there's this fucking picture on the wall. <laughs> Which disappeared. Which mum said, can you turn off? We're going to have dinner. He's being very distracted by it. And then when I turned it off, he's like, where, where the fuck did that go? <laughs> like, where is that thing? So anyway, I don't know how big <sighs> the actual image was. I mean, you can vary the image. It can go up to 150 inches. It just was it 150, how. was yeah. it? Yeah. All right, Inches. Okay. Inches. Yeah. Inches. That's massive. That's massive. Quietly. Massive. So we're talking about the EF100W. That's what it is. All right, so seventeen hundred dollar projector. Seventeen hundred dollar projector. So last night I, I I removed a print that I have on the wall in the TV room, so I could really take advantage of it and watch the Soprano. I was watching TV until midnight. Yeah, the image is great. Yeah, it's not as good as a four K television, obviously, but uh, the good thing about it is it's just simply massive. Now it has a little. I think it's a five watt speaker on board. Um, so the sound's not too good, but you can pair it to a Bluetooth speaker, which is what I did um, to get a better sound experience. So the I'm next challenge for you, right, yeah. is to see what other projectors do. Yes. The first one you're going to do is actually below that one. Okay. Uh, I actually can't say what I'm showing you. I can talk because the, it's not Embargo. yet. Uh, yeah, and we'll have to confirm with our good friend David when we can do okay, this. Okay, sure. I'm going away next week, so I think you, it's best you take this home. Mm -hmm. So this one I've got from, the from another company is smaller, I would suggest. It is actually smaller, yeah. Um, it has a DVD player in the top. Oh, wow. Old right? school. I've yeah. got some DVDs. Yeah. That, have, you got any kids, have you got any kids' ones? Yeah, I have, actually. Yeah, so yeah. This, is, this is great for the kids' room, right? Yeah, yeah. Not, not the kids' bedroom, but the playroom. Yeah, sure. Um. You know, plug and play, off you go. Yeah. Uh, you've got Keystone correction. You know what Keystone is? Yes, I do now. So in terms of the... the parallelogram. Was it parallelogram? Like when it's... I think so. Into a rectangle. So you're, the angle you're looking yeah. at, yeah. And then you've got focus on the front. Yeah. But, you know, all your controls for the DVD. Plus, yeah. you've got inputs for HDMI. Yep. USB. Yeah. Micro. I can put See, that's already got more inputs than the one I'm talking Isn't about. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. So, so interesting. this is... You can put an old-style computer in here. Mm. Plus, it's got uh, two USB. This thing... Yeah. I'm... I think is going to be under three hundred dollars. Yeah, see, that's amazing. The, the other, but thing, you'll soon realise the difference between yeah, laser projection and two hundred and seventy dollar projection. Well, I understand, but and also interesting, the Epson it came with a, a streaming device, an Amazon streaming device already Fire installed. Uh, what's that? Fire oh, see, like I don't know. Into it. Yeah, what I don't mean? know. What well, it was connected to the HDMI port already in the back, so I pulled that out was and put a Chromecast in, in the box. It was brand new in the box. And it came with that. It came with it. So I, I don't know what that is. That's so Amazon Fire Stick yep. is basically their competitor to Google Chromecast. Okay, right, okay. Don't sell very well in Australia though. Fair enough. No one gives a rat's about Amazon really. So it? look, I mean, <laughs> it's an interesting I'm just excited you've got a new thing because you you, you 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 know, yeah. for you to find a new area, yeah. like we've we've put you through a lot, uh, a lot of home security. Yes, we oh, have that's that that Been was your first that. area. Yep. Then then we put you into uh smart, smart homes. Yep, yep. Smart lights. Yep. Projection is going to be your thing, mate. I'm thinking about opening up at like a the, the the pit town outdoor cinema. I mean, I could I could make some money out of this. <laughs> like, get me a screen that that be um, like the drive-in. That is not that projector is not going to do great outdoors. No, like you need some serious light. Yeah, remember that projector we had in the box downstairs, which was an Epson. Yeah, that was huge. That that's going to do the outdoor cinema. Yeah, okay, and, and that was at a, a quite a big unit, wasn't it? Yes. I mean, you'd need to um, if that was on the roof. You'd want to make sure it was bolted on pretty yeah, but well. So I, I feel like I do need to take you to Phoenix Place one day mm. because he has, like, his double garage in the, the front full. of his house. Yeah. Because his house doesn't have a driveway down to there. Yeah, getcha. It's yeah, just gotcha. a home theatre, right? Yeah, yeah. So imagine, you know, double garage. Yeah. 
you know, painted black essentially wow. yeah. with a, a proper projector. This yeah. is the other thing. The actual mm. image looks better on a proper projection a proper screen, screen as well. Screen, yeah, and yeah. his projector is about the size of that one down. So it's yeah, massive. right. Okay. Yeah. yeah, huge. But anyway, look, I mean, it's an interesting thing, but like, you know, if you budget wise, like the Epson's probably a bit too pricey, I would think. Yeah. And look, this, this thing I've given you now. Yeah. Again, this is contextual, right? Yeah. You've got to remember that's the kind of thing you'd buy. Big W, that's the kind of yeah. thing that you would you take it on. So let's say you're going to visit the GC's parents. Yep. You take that with you because yeah. Henry loves the Wiggles DVD. Yeah, and all that And you can put it in any room and you don't have to upset their TV setup. You can just put it in plug and play. Yeah. Yeah? Absolutely. My biggest problem with that, just FYI in advance, yeah. is the, the cable, the power cable, yeah. is only so long, which oh, means you can only get it so far away from a PowerPoint. If that PowerPoint is on the wall you projected to, you need an extension. Oh, okay. It's minor, minor detail. Mate, you can put it on the roof. I mean, you could just be in bed watching stuff on the roof. Yeah. Imagine when you... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, look, uh, anyway, it's, it's good. <laughs> and uh, look, it, it may well be something that gets peopled around to my house. Neighbor. Oh, the segment. Don't we? Just That's, mate, what about? Did you plan that? Nah. A lot of things are happening today, this Trev. Is, mate, woo! It's our best ever podcast in terms what? of segways. It started badly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, dying in the 60s. No, I thought the whole first bit was bad. Okay. Oh, my, my topic. My, my thing, not yours. Okay. Sure. I just thought we flat. It just started flat, that's all. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Bowen has played the neighbours theme yep. as I'm about to talk about. Mm. The value of neighbourhood. Okay, it's so important. Trev. I grew up in a country town. Mm. I know the I know the concept of essentially leaving the door open, yep. and you know just a great community feeling. Yep. I think living in the big city, you lose that. Yep. Right? You do. Most people who live in, especially our kids, will probably never really understand the difference between mm. the way it used to be and the way it is now. Mm. Now, I will walk to the shops, and I don't care about locking the front door because I'm going to be gone for ten minutes. It's not going to be the end of the world. What are they going to take in that time? <laughs> oh, Jesus but Christ! I essentially don't. I don't leave the house unlocked. We're not at that point of country town status. But no. I live in a suburb and I walked home into the door last night, said yeah. to Amanda, I said, listen, we're never, ever moving from this house. Why? Why did you why? say that to her? I said the survey. They yeah, are top the blokes. They so I dropped, good. I booked a Commodore. Commodore wouldn't start a few weeks ago, so I thought oh, I'll yep. book it in. So they yep. had three weeks bloody lead time. So yeah. it was unbelievable. Anyway, yeah. I've um, I booked a Commodore in for just a service. It mm. basically ne- never gets driven. No. And the Mazda, I thought it's going to be due too, so I put them both back to back days. Yep. So yesterday morning, I dropped the Commodore off. Yep. So thanks, boys. And yep. I know them. We go there all the time. Yeah, yeah we go there bikes. regularly. Yeah. They love the cars we have. Yeah, they love it. Uh, I dropped the Commodore off, and I went to the city just some work, and then I came back on the train. I rang them. I says, "Is the old uh, barrel of bolts ready?" And they go, "Yeah, it is." Yep. I walk in, and uh, he's looking for the keys. He gave me the keys. I started walking. He goes, "Oh man, I haven't done the bill." Yeah. I went, "Oh." So what do you want to do about that? He said, I just can't just do it tomorrow. Still tomorrow. Say trust. No, I just went, you know what? I mean, yeah, of course we live here and they know us as locals. Mm. But that's still in, like, I don't think that would happen at Aldi. No. And like if I went to Aldi, yeah. even if the chick rec- recognised me off the TV, she's not going to let me walk out with a pack no, of chips. No, that's not going to happen. She's not going to happen. Yeah, exactly. But this was, it was just gave me such a great sense of community to think, mm. he knows I'm good for it. Yep. He knows I'll be back. He knows I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. Like that's that's the kind of thing that's missing from society today, yeah. and it's country town mentality. Yeah, and it's interesting because I mean, really, the area you live in is—I uh, mean, I'm on the outskirts of Sydney. You—it's uh, not metropolitan. It's a suburb called Wesley. It's called Wesley because it's west of Thornley. That's why. 
It was subdivided in the 60s. I've done a bit of research on your suburb, by the way. <laughs> it's subdivided in the 60s, beautiful leafy area. A lot of older people live there probably since they moved there. Because they it was moved subdivided. here when they built exactly. their houses, yeah. So everyone knows each other. There's probably younger people like you who've yep. moved in subsequently. Bloody upstarts. But that, there's a nice blend. There's a Absolutely. nice blend. And that's what I've got in my suburb as well. Like, I live in a place called Pitt Town. It was actually the home of a country practice oh. for a long, long time. Uh, it is really quite rural. Um, I'm in a new estate. Is maybe rolling in a grave. She saw your estate. I know there was drama. There was drama. Originally it was going to be bigger, but now it's smaller. Everyone was happy in the end. I think the old pit town and the new pit town have come together. Even the Facebook page, which once was called the Vermont, because the estate was called Vermont Vermont Residence page, has now become the Pit Town page. Really? We've come together they've as let, one. They've let others in. The, we've let the old have let us in, and we've let them in. Do they come to your street party, or do they call the cops? No, and they also don't have fibre to the premises. They have wireless MPN, even though they're just across the road. I'm sorry, but that's not my fault. I'm sorry to those people. Our post office is a house where people live in. The hardware store. It's fucking music. Is heritage listed, yeah. and it's just been converted into a lovely cafe. I walked into the hardware store the other day because I was looking for a new washer for the toilet and all of a sudden I was confronted by a cafe. So there's some cosmopolitan things happening there as well. Yeah. I love living... This is why I wouldn't live in the fucking city. In little areas you, like you lived in like close. You lived in Ashfield in near the city. Yeah, I lived in Ashfield and prior to that a ghetto at North Gosford. <laughs> no. I've lived in like North Sydney, like in apartments. Yeah. Um... I just made the, so the, the C- city life. C4th. C4th. I, there I remember well. that place upstairs yeah. above the shops. Yeah. We went there once. Really? I went there. You had a big esky that was a Coca-Cola thing. Yeah, no, it was a fridge. Yep. From a fridge. Yep. All right. I, I, you know what I realised? That was pre-Amanda. Fucking. Oh, was, no, it was, she was there. It was pre-marriage. Yeah. I proposed while we were living there. That's right. And before that, there was another place yep. in the city somewhere. And that's when you had your B&W. You lent it to me one time just so I could drive it back to Wollongong because my Audi was broken. Yep. It's the first time I learned that traction control is good. That's <laughs> the first car I ever drove a traction control. And it was not the first time, uh, because I didn't know at the time, that Bowen drove everything he drives spiritedly. Yeah, that's right. But if anyway. I'd known that, if I'd have known that, yep. I'd never have lent him my brand new BMW. So we've been around, you've been across the other side of the country. Yep. And look, admittedly. Lived in Perth for two years, longest decade of my life. I know, we've been through it, just calm down. North Gosford is not a ghetto, by the way. 21 Brady's Gully Road, North Gosford. It was a great... It was almost a country 34 town. 34 Flathead Road, Edelong. Oh, 86 Australia Avenue. That's minor. right, Edelong. You were there as well. I, I don't know what's happened with Gosford. There's drama. What? It was okay when I was there. What's happened? It's shit. Gosford I has... I think it's coming back. I think so too, but it's slowly. It's coming back. Froggies is still in disarray. Have you seen Froggy's what's happened? Gone, mate, I, I, I know, but it's like... Sure they're knocking it down, mate. It's vandalized. Have they? I think they're, aren't they building apartments? I don't know. I, I don't know what's They're happening. certainly not bringing back Froggies. I know Froggies isn't coming back. You know, one night I pashed three chicks <laughs> at Froggies. That's my first ever pashing. Oh, no. I lie. I don't think we need to go deeper. It was year eight at the Gosford Showground. They had those sort of blue light style disco things there. Gosford Showground. One of them had like, braces. Did you ever come to the Quick Snacks International Speedway at Gosford nah, Showground? No, I did go like, to a I few. I was running sp- that job. I know. I would have. Been there when you were there. How I weird. did go to one with probably dad, I think, at one point. You know, the. I was never really into it. I, I mean, didn't understand I put it. a lot of. I ran that place for a year or so, but one of, the, one of the amazing things I remember, and Across looking paths. back at it now, was so weird. Yep. Uh, so, again, hard complex, but yep. I, I worked with David Tapp, yep. and David Tapp did one the, the Moto, what was he used to call it, the 500cc uh, coverage on Optus Vision with oh. Wayne Gardner. Wayne Gardner, yeah. Now, I had the internet. 
Yes. In 1995, 98. Uh, <laughs> All the way back then. Yeah, and I was I was printing out, like, rider profiles before the yeah, race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so yeah. he said, fuck, bring this. Like, the internet was, like, where do you get this information from? Exactly. Yeah. So I became the stats guy for yeah. Vision. Anyway, so Wayne Gardner was oh, a kind, of, kind of a close friend of David and I, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. And in a very, they're, they're good mates still. <laughs> Wayne Gardner. Wayne Gardner be, you know, started driving V8 supercars. He had the Donut yes, King. And, and he always crashed uh, supercar. Yep. Anyway, he, they had a they delivered a car to the Speedway once. Right. Which, you know, now in, in reflection, was not an actual race car. It was a, you know, demo car. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. But this was not like a normal Commodore. It, it had to, because I had to fucking move it one night. Oh. Like, it was there. And, I yeah. like, they just dropped it off the truck. Yeah. I had to find out how to drive it. I had to, like, lower it and raise it with fucking levers and shit. Yeah. Because it wasn't just a normal car, but it wasn't a race car. It was something in between. Yeah. I, got to, I felt like I'd fucking got to drive Wayne Gunner's race car. It was the coolest wow. fucking thing ever. How good was the Gossip Back Showground? Back the Quick Snacks International Speedway. The Gossip Showground. I went there once, right? And they had... This display about what it was like if you had a crash at 40 kilometres an hour. And so you were strapped into this sled-style thing with seatbelts, and the thing would go, bang! Like, I don't think you'd be allowed to do it these days. No, I don't think Because so. everyone got off it with whiplash. I just remember that. That's one thing I remember from the Gossett Showground. They had that display at the wow. Gossett Show. Somewhere. Anyway, they were good times. Trev, yep. I think yep. that at this point of the podcast, yep. it's time to turn our attention to some of the more light-hearted news. Oh, okay. That has something else on the topic, but okay. Is it? Yep. What, what else is on there? <laughs> I've got to run down. I'm ready. <laughs> Are you ready? Oh, oh, there is. There is one more thing I want to mention. Um, so, let me just say this. Okay. We we're not a well-oiled machine. Um, sometimes I'm here by myself. Sometimes Trevor's here by himself. Sometimes we're both here together for a day. Sometimes I don't show up at all. Sometimes I'm just at home. Sometimes I don't know. This week, it was a comms disaster. <laughs> Let me tell you, it was a comms disaster. Were you here on Monday? I think so. I think Monday I was here. I, was, I think I picked up a car on Monday. But then Trevor, look, I, all I knew this that this week, Trevor was away for three days. He was interstate. It was a TV-related thing. So that's fine. Is it though? Because you're bringing it up now. Like, what the fuck? Because what I've discovered subsequently yep. is that another member of the FTM team, the Stig, who will one day be a lawsuit for us because we'll get pulled up on the trademark issue, was also along for the ride with you. All right. So well, this is not a comms issue. This is your. You've got a gripe. You didn't get to go on a trip. Let me tell you, little Bodog doesn't mind a trip because he likes his little points for his little platinum. But anyway, that's fine. That's fine. I um, I, I think it was probably late Tuesday I realised that was going on just via a few WhatsApp messages and the yep. like, which is why I pulled out of the group. But um, look, I, I don't know what you were doing. Editorially, I think we need to have a meeting at the start of the week just, just to say where we're going and where we're headed. Yeah, well, mate, we could put that in the diary if you were fucking here at the start of the week every week. Well, I am. Not regularly. Sometimes. Uh, I think I had to get a car, didn't I? I can't remember. Look, I can't remember. Well, here, here, Let's oh, forget Monday. Oh, no, I'll make a fucking deal. Okay. I'm happy. To, I, I'd love to have a meeting mm-hmm. at the start of the week every week. Yep. You need to get your shit together with when you're fucking planning cars or not. Okay. You can't just go, oh, no, today I'm going to pick up a car in the morning. Right. Right? So you need to make it a Monday afternoon thing or something. Okay. All right. All right. Like, plan I, that. I, I'm happy to take plan advice. That I'm happy to take advice. But I just think that this you're week... You're filthy that we no? flew to Brisbane, Melbourne, then back to Sydney. I just think this week, uh, as a group, we just went our own separate ways. Our EF10 was divided. <laughs> we were divided. And trust me, we've been divided before. <laughs> And this almost paralleled that almost. Oh, piss off. <laughs> no, it didn't. 
wasn't that bad. <laughs> this wasn't was no Fira Grand Via. Almost published an article on news.com about um, <laughs> Yeah. So no, look, no, there's been worse. Okay. Yeah. Um, Look, uh, look, here's what happens. I want to know what you're doing, Trev. Here's what happens in my house. On a, uh, do you know what happens in our house every single night for dinner? Because no, well, I'm not there. I've got two stories for you. The first one Hit is me up with your we're, stories. We're eating dinner, and Victoria yeah. says, Har- "Harrison, what was your favourite thing today?" That's good. She goes round the table. Round the table. So we now do it every night. That's good. It's I a like thing. that. What was your favourite thing today? Yeah. Also, on a Sunday night. Yep. Even though we're at the dinner table, yeah. after we've kind of had most of our dinner, Amanda goes right diaries. Jackson gets his phone, I get my phone, and we go through the week. Right. Right? I yeah. go, I've got the Today Show on this day and that yeah, that's day. That's good. That's I've good. Got this on that night. I'll pick up the kids on that day. You do mm. it on that day. I'll get the kids from after school care on that day. Mm. I'm out on that night, and we're doing that thing then. This is good. That's what we need to do. Okay, we'll do that. I just, there's a, there was one other element to what was going on mm. that made me, it made me depressed. Oh, wow. Okay. See, Trev is very active on the phone. Like, mate, WhatsApp messages, answers instantly, yep. ring him, he'll generally answer, you'll get two words out of him, but he'll answer. In a way, Trev, you were off grid this mate, week. can I show you my phone? I sensed that you were frantic, that you were busy, that you were just in a state of flux. And that worried me, Trev. That worried me. Okay, thank you. I appreciate your concern. You never actually said that, so you could have actually said that. Well, I didn't okay. want it because I knew I'd get a message back saying, I can't answer you because I'm busy! So, this is what my phone normally looks like in yeah, terms yeah. of miss, your, your call log or white. Yeah, yeah. Or except white. for something like spam, right? Yep, yep, yep. Let me scroll through as we get to Tuesday. Yep. Look what happens. I know. It's Look at that. Red. It's just Look, the sea mate, of it red. It just gets worse. It's like the stock market. Just calls I didn't take. Yep. Calls I missed. See you, Red. Because, mate, I just couldn't. Oh, You're I, busy. I pitched a story. So, remember, I don't know, a month ago, I took some phones in I Sydney. I, I did some speed tests on 5G and I went, fucking hell. In the middle of the night, you were just crawl, really crawling around Crazy. Sydney. Yeah, the video was great. It's good. I said to the Today Show, I said, listen, fuck, this is a good idea. Let's do a test. Let's go. Let's travel the country yep. testing 5G. Great idea. Great idea. And they went, yeah, all right, no yep. worries. I said, okay. So we, we kind of worked out how we do it. They, yep. they booked a cameraman. Yep. Uh, they booked a producer. Yep. And I, I said to one of the phone companies, I said, I'll bring the Stig. Yep. He can film some stuff, Yep. which will be good. Yep. So we get on the plane. <laughs> we go to Brisbane. And, mate, by the time you get off a plane, by the time a cameraman from Channel 9 has seven bags. Seven bags? Seven. What, do you work for 60 everything. minutes? Yeah, they bring everything because amazing. you never know what's going to happen. That's amazing. He might get called to a news event around the world. He's yeah, got to yeah. have everything with him all He's the time. He's got to be on standby. <clears throat> um, by the time we actually started shooting, it was 4 o'clock in the afternoon in Brisbane. Yep. It gets dark at 5.30. Yes. We, we did an hour's worth of shooting, apart from all the other prep. Right. Then we, we, we go to our hotel, we come back in the morning and start, and then yep. we fly to Melbourne. Yeah. And the same thing. We, mate, it's just, this is going to be a four-minute television story on Monday morning. <laughs> three days' work. Ladies and gentlemen. Yep. It's three days' work. Plus, yep. the Sarah, the producer, is still there now. I know. and writing, and yep. I've got to do voiceovers. It's amazing. That's a huge production. I'm telling you, it's unbelievable how much work goes into this thing. I, I literally know. just switched off. I just went, I can't talk to people. I know. I was worried for you. But <laughs> so I'm, I'm just going to cherry pick a few, just a few phrases. You won't get a sense of what was actually happening. What's going on? Things like, sorry, that sounded harsh on reflection. <laughs> That's something you said to me at one point. Can't talk busy. How? Question mark, question mark, question mark. Did the admin thing work? <laughs> All very abrupt. 
All very abrupt oh, messages. Listen, I'll give you a gold plate of guarantee. I'm not going to start composing text messages. Say, hi, Chris. How are you? I'd like to talk to you. <laughs> Fuck yeah, off. Know, if you ever do that, I'll <laughs> Anyway. Anyway, Trent. look. Okay, so yeah. it's agreed. Yeah. Um, it can't start next week because I'm in New York. Okay. Okay, so uh, first meeting oh, is this, this. Yeah, so I'm at home all week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but you can come here. I don't. It's a th- See? <laughs> Calm down. Time and motion Turn study. on the lights. Take some photos of cool shit. Well, yeah, I can do that. I can do that. Be here for couriers. You Tom, know? There's no courier. When you go hey, away, I know you can't. The I've missed is unbelievable. We'll talk about it later. Um, next week. Which is the whole point of what just, we just spoke about. Just anyway. anyway. <laughs> yeah. We're going to have a pub. We should just do it on the podcast. Yeah. Remember we started this show? We were like, what are we doing for the rest of the week? <laughs> <laughs> We've gone full circle. <laughs> we're back to episode one but with just, another bloke. But just once, yeah. I'm going to say to you, I'm away next week. Okay. okay. That's all right, Trev. You're in New York. Um, it'll be a big time difference. I'll be honest. I get back and then I do have a bit on the, the Monday. Yeah. Because I've agreed to that thing with the Daily Talk Show. Boys. Yeah, sure. But yeah. I'll be here on Monday morning. We will have a meeting. Monday I'm, morning we'll be here. I'm putting it in the diary. And then on Tuesday, I'm going to the Tesla Model 3. Launch. No, that's the fucking, that's the week I'm away. I'm talking about Monday the oh, 12th. Oh, the next week? Yes. I'm oh, talking shit, the next week. that's a long while away. Yeah, I'm saying 9am. I yeah. should make it 8am, but yeah, anyway. That's, I'd have to live at 7. Oh, you poor dear. Yeah, but that's sort of Henry GC. To, like, it's just, I don't know. It's, a, it's just a family thing. Well, stick around later then. You know how, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for some people. No, no. That, I'm just saying. some people that doesn't work. Oh, you know what? We've actually... This is the worst part. We've actually yeah. got something in the diary every week we never do. Oh, okay. So I'm just going to move that now. Yep. Throw it in there. 9 a.m. Get to, it in there. To Tuesday, to Monday morning. Yeah, Monday morning. And it's there. Boom. All right. Done. Well. And uh, we'll meet, and then we'll talk about the week, yep. and we'll hug, yep, we'll hug, and we'll sing Kumbaya. Kumbaya. Ah, my lord. But, Trev! Kumbaya. Before we go on. Oh, and scientists are making human-monkey hybrids in China. Human monkey hybrids in China. I've repeated that because I wasn't listening the first time. In a controversial first, a team of researchers have been creating embryos that are part human and part monkey. Can I ask why? Fuck, mate, I'm not going to read that far down. This is a great one. If you ever want to make a political statement, Bodog, Indonesian man walks backwards 800 kilometres to meet the president. Of Indonesia? I assume so, yeah. An Indonesian man has been making news headlines around the world for embarking on a unique challenge to save the environment. Right. 43-year-old is walking backwards some 800 kilometres from his village in East Java all the way to the capital to meet the president. Was he received by the president? I don't know. Because that would be disappointing if you got there and the president said, oh, please. Shit, that's a really good point. Yeah, please. I'm not talking to some bloke who walked backwards 800 k's to see me. Because to me, that seems to be like wacky news. Don't know. Trev, August 12. Who the fuck's Dylan from Melbourne? Oh, is that that bloke? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, just looking at the calendar. Um, Excited about our this plans. One, I feel like this one's not so good, but you might be into it. Yeah. Frenchers creates mustard-flavoured ice cream. America's largest manufacturer of mustard yep. announced on Wednesday it's partnering with LA-based ice cream company Cool House mm. to create the mustard ice cream. And finally, in wacky news... VBT. I, I am liking this segment. I feel like it should be earlier in the show. Yeah, well, let's move it up the order next week. You think? Into using cricketing term. Let's move it up the order, but I not think, use any sandpaper. And I think it's probably fourth in the. I do think it's like it's not an opener. Just in the middle. Yeah, it's, just, yeah. it's not an opener. Yep. But it's it's before the all round. Although TSL wise, like people want to hang to the end. I don't know, Trev. Well, I, we I need I don't your know. thoughts. What do you think of wacky news? For just get on there. Get on there. Uh, a bishop 
to yep. perform exorcism on entire city from helicopter. Well, a Catholic bishop in Colombia is going to New Heights to perform an exorcism. He plans to spray holy water over an entire city from a helicopter. Well, that seems appropriate. I would think that's not the priority for Colombia, but okay. Yeah, well... <laughs> I would have thought the drugs are a bigger issue. That just, El Chapo bloke. Just looking at your diary, mate. Yep. Can we talk about whether or not, like, what view have you got here? I just don't think that's a good way to view. The Lexus LX long term. Like, view, like, I just don't like the way you look at your diary. I Why just not? I like, like that. I prefer it. I prefer to see a diary. I, I prefer to see it day by day. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying as well. But, like, to see it as blocks, mm. so look, so you can actually see the gaps and stuff. Why do I, like, Jason Bowman, it's his birthday on the 4th of August. Why is it in my calendar? Like, Facebook. I know Jason. Oh, Facebook. it's a Facebook thing. Yeah, yep. Facebook. Okay, happy Jason. birthday, Jason, if you're listening. Good luck, Bowie. Well done, mate. All Good right, good stuff. Adventure. This has been the FTM Podcast. Enjoy it next week, Trev. Um, um, we'll be back. We'll do a podcast on soon. Hopefully the plane gets there and stuff.